0: Welcome back to the Joystick Show. And if this is your first time, thank you for joining. We're your three favorite friends from Hawaii here to talk story about comic news, pop culture, and video games. I'm your co host, Drake, and that's Thomas. What up, what up? That's Scott. How's it? And we are the Joystick Show. So sit back and let our soothing tones soothe your ear holes and consequently your bodies. Uh, tonight, we have a host of different topics. Uh, today, we're playing Gotham Knights uh, just because it's it's so recent and it's been a fantastic game to go through. We'll get into that. We've got some trailers, some news, and some reviews that I think you're going to like, and we'll top it off all with Comic Book Club. Um, but Thomas, do you want to kick it off and tell us on how your second run through of Gotham Knights has enhanced your life force? <sighs>
1: Yeah, oh my god, my life has changed. I'm a completely different person. <laughs> I'm I'm a born-again man. Robin? Robin, sure. Born again Bruce. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great, man. It's been a really fun game. Uh the I do like now after playing it, kind of the open world part of it. Uh I understand kind of the system that they've put in place now where. You know, the more crimes you investigate, the harder the crimes that pop up on the map. And at the same time, the better rewards you get. So that part of it is pretty awesome. Uh, the, all the characters do feel really, really different, which is f- super fun. Uh, Nightwing does feel more acrobatic and flippy and just kind of he really does bounce around to different uh, bad guys that he's fighting. Uh Bat woman or bat girl, she is definitely like a single target bruiser. Like it says, like, if you want to take down a big boss or a big villain fast, she's like your best bet. Red hood obviously has the guns. So his whole range program is like really tight. That's fun. And then Robin. um, Yeah, he he's more stealth. Uh, the one thing I can say about Robin, I mean, he's really cool. I love the bow staff. But I'm not a fan of the the traversal. They all have like these unique traversal skills at the end of the day. But Robin's is the only one where I feel like it doesn't necessarily help you get around faster. It just helps you get to higher places easier. Mm. That makes sense. But other than that, they're all really great and fun. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what Assault Mode brings to the table sometime this month.
0: Assault Mode. Yeah, I've been um, maining Robin just because uh, Tim Drake's last name is my first name. So I feel like I have to rep, but uh, it is true. His traversal is not as cool or as functional um, as it can be. And your incorporation of silent takedowns is nice, but when it comes to the combat, it's a lot more uh, dodgy and hit, 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 dodgy, hit, hit, hit. So it's a little bit more grindy in my opinion, but
2: um, Mm -hmm. still fun overall. Scott, who have you been mating?
3: Uh, uh, and scott is on mute i think i sure am thomas thanks for noticing. <laughs> <you>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was monologuing back there you couldn't hear me um oh. <laughs> yeah red hood is who i've been playing he's pretty cool though because um he's got a good mixture of like brutal attacks physically and um he's got the range with his weapons that aren't bullets but they pretty much are. I don't know what they are.
1: (laughs) There is a cutscene that they go in where Robin and red hood are talking about like how strong his bullets are. And he's like blowing holes in the, uh, the dummy in the background that he's aiming at. And then Robin's (laughs) like, he's like, are you sure the velocity is not too high on those? And he's like, "No, they should be fine. And then Robin's like, all right, well, if it's fine, then shoot at me. And then he's like, "All right, I'll turn him down a little bit." But I'm like, straight up, Red Hood was planning on just murdering fools before Robin <laughs> yeah. was like,
3: "Hey, that's maybe like that, don't do that." It's like the College Humor sketch with Batman throwing so his batter rings, He's like, "They're sleeping." <laughs> like those <"They're laughs> murdering <laughs> people.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, exactly. man! Shout out to Pete Holmes, man. That dude's hilarious. Holmes, yeah, he's
1: funny. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, the story's really great. Now I'm at the point though where I'm getting legendary gear, and I really just hope they add DLC. <laughs> this is like
2: mm-hmm.
1: the story needs to continue. There needs to be points to why you have the legendary gear, other than just like repeatedly playing the story. Uh, again, it's probably going to be useful when it comes to assault mode. But uh, I don't know. I just hope that they continue the story because that would be awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, uh yeah, that's it kind of kind of it for Gotham Knights. I don't know if you guys have anything else, but we can get into some of our first trailers. You guys ready? Let's do it. All right. I'm ready. All right. Sweet. We wait, Drake, isn't there somebody else? You like it's I know it's not related. No, no, Scott, you're reading a book, right? And I feel like it's relevant. Let's just bring it up. I was curious if you have anything to say about the Matthew Perry book since all those interviews and all that has come out recently. oh
3: yeah yeah and that's kind of like i love a good autobiography um i've been listening to it i love it when they the author reads it themselves so in this case he does yeah he's reading his own book how's his um his speech
0: is it good or it's
3: it's pretty good like it's noticeably different than like if you watch friends and like the movies he was in you know but you get uh, used to it um i'm
1: sorry he sounds like my grandpa
3: like yeah, I mean before
1: he, my grandpa passed away. Like it's like his teeth are fake <laughs> and that his like lips don't move or something. Like, I don't know. Right. It's like a really no, no, interesting sure. way of talking.
3: Yeah, it, it was, it was like pretty like um yeah, it was just unexpected when I was first started listening to it. But then you do get used to it, and especially like when he starts telling you like everything he's been through, like with his drug addiction and his like alcoholism yeah. and like how long he's been through it. I'm like, I can't believe you're alive. Um mm-hmm. it's it's good. Like um it's kind of sad especially because like um I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of Friends and like I love Chandler the character Chandler he does yeah. and um throughout that whole even beforehand and like afterwards but like especially through Friends like there were times where he was like just like out of it like super high and they had to like get him through like rehabs multiple times and like get him on set he would like be good for the filming and then like afterwards he would just like drink himself and like take pills or whatever like to like knock out or whatever like there was a point in it where he's like he was up to like 55 vicodins a day yeah and i was like how the hell can you live that's a lot is that even possible yeah how did he
1: not uh... od is like he deserves a award for not overdosing the human body is a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. man i'm like towards the um
3: (laughs) the (laughs) end of the book and like what he's talking about now is like you know he's like hopefully the plan is it's always the plan but the plan is to like you're good now right like never go back and like relapse he's like the thing is though i'm starting to realize like if i were to relapse like i don't think opioids Mm -hmm. even have like any like it won't give him anything anymore like he he has such a high tolerance now Mm -hmm. he's like um if he takes it it just makes him sick like it won't give him that high Mm -hmm. he initially you know got Uh... when he first got it like especially since like (laughs) when he was saying he he was getting to the point where he was like up to like 55 Vikings a day and he'd do like the math. He's like, okay, I, I got to do this. So I'm going to need eight here. Um, and then I got to do this interview. I'm going to need seven. And then I'm going to have to Jesus. sleep. So I'm going to need this. And like, he was just crazy. Like he yeah. was like, um, he had like, you know, some doctors that he'd go to. And then he was like, there was mm-hmm. a point where he would hit up open houses and like go through medicine cabinets. Wow. And like, what? and he Jeez. said like he would, um, He's like, you, oh boy, you have to do fiending. like, yeah, he's like, you have to be smart about it. If it was like an old bottle and they were going to expire soon, you could take more. But if it's like a new bottle, you only take like a couple. And I'm like, this is crazy. He's like, sometimes he'd have to do that just to plan out like his day to get God. all of the pills he needed. I'm like, yeah, I'm just oh enjoy- God, imagining so uh,
1: yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, like Jordan Belforting it, you know, from mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street when he yeah. takes the quaaludes and he's falling out of the Ferrari or Lamborghini or whatever it was. Yeah. And he's just like dragging himself <laughs> through the ground. Like, imagine him doing that, leaving an open house. I mean, like, yeah. I don't want this place anymore. It's not for me. And just stumbling out of there. Jeez, it's insane. Like, nuts. he's
3: talking about um, what is it, like the biggest part in Friends, like where he's like marrying Monica or whatever. He was like, yeah, that was one of the parts where he was kind of at his lowest. And they were, they called him up. They're like, you got to be here in two weeks. And like, we got to film. And, but mm-hmm. he was like in no shape or form. Like they had to like postpone it for like a month. He had to go to like another rehab and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, it's just crazy to think, like thinking back on all your favorite episodes, you're like, damn, he was just like not happy.
1: Oh, like yeah. as,
3: as hap- like as like funny as he was on the show, mm-hmm. he just like was not happy in general, like with his life. And even when he was in good relationships, he was like, he was just kind of messed up from like younger, I guess. I don't know he kind of talks about it It's kind of a lot to get into but he when he, he'd he be in a yeah, good relationship he or he's like good for two years and he'd like just figure out a way to self-sabotage himself and like get right back in it and I'm like damn dude you like it's so sad yeah. i didn't understand though some of the comments he did where he's like oh like um river phoenix died and like keanu still walks among us and i'm like man what did keanu do to you like you don't yeah. like him Where you're like i want him to die instead of like right. my friend like why can't they both live i i, I didn't understand certain <laughs> things he yeah. never got into was yeah. like dislike nope. for keanu reeves or like um just he some just other stuff in the
1: locks way he's like keanu yeah. reeves sucks dick by the way yeah. i was high as hell on this other day barely survived exactly. you're like
3: why why did Dude, you need don't... To bring that up exactly Matt. he said that and then there was a later part in the book where he's like again Keanu's still with us. And I'm like, what is up with Keanu? <laughs> like fuck. Keanu. Reeves. He just hates him. I don't know. Maybe jealousy. There's a lot of things in this book where, like, yeah, he mentions Wait, how like narcissism and all that. Yeah. So it sounds I, like I just want to like-
1: say it's funny because I've literally said in a conversation recently, I'm like, Keanu is pretty much my lord and savior. And nobody laughed at it. And then to juxtaposed it a week later. And then be like Matthew Perry wishing he died from overdose <laughs> yeah. is just too it's too funny. I'm like, wow. This is this is the same world. Like this is the same world yep. we live in. There are people who
3: don't like Keanu Reeves. Um, yeah. but wow. yeah, I mean, it's it's just really interesting. This is definitely um, stuff you never knew what was going. Like you never knew what was going on behind the curtain there. Mm-hmm. It is kind of totally. sad though. It's kind of a bummer. Like because. He's just suffering like most of his life, like so. Yeah. It you you do kind of just feel bad for him the whole book. You're like, fuck, dude. Like, does it get any better? Like, I'm waiting for like mm. the turnaround. Right. But then I'm like, well, he's it's he's also being honest, so it just kind of sucks he's going through it. And it's also mm-hmm. he talks about like, oh, because I'm rich and I don't have this like this like search for money. Like, it's so much easier for him to get drugs and stuff because he's like, I'll pay whatever it takes. He's like, but right. if I like maybe if I was not successful i would have had a better life or i don't know what it is right. but you know rich man problems is he sounds like a lot of lowest
0: me is there what I is know, it kind of
3: is like that too but at the same time you do feel i guess a little bad for maybe because i like i like the stuff he did like he remember he references some of the movies and like the show like friends and stuff and like i enjoyed him as that so i'm like ah oh, it's too bad you weren't having a great time and living it mm-hmm. up like your other cast members like but at the same time it does sound kind of woe me so like I, I don't know if i can say like i recommend the book to everyone yeah, but yeah yeah uh, you, like you pretty Matthew much gave Gary, us a whole you pretty much yeah. gave us a whole recap so i don't think i need to. yeah to yeah do you probably don't need to yeah and i'm almost done with it i'm literally <laughs> got like an hour left or something but um yeah he's he's kind of feel bad for Interesting. the guy like, oh, man, he kind of did it that's, himself that's so too bad yeah, 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 yeah. It's just That's true. But you just
1: never know what people are going through and, and it's it's a bummer to hear that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. All the stuff that happens behind these shows and movies that we end up loving. You never really know, like just shows how good of an actor he probably was and how great the writing was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, yeah, we're just he was lucky. He was lucky to be, I guess, it on that show at the time he was because that thing's been differently. Who knows what would have happened to him, especially with his drug addiction yeah. and all that stuff. So oh,
3: one cool thing though was like when they first got together, he was the last guy to get on Friends. And mm-hmm. um their view was like, I want you guys to like actually become friends before oh. doing the show. So like do stuff together and stuff. So eventually they had their own dressing rooms and stuff, and they um and like they um, started sharing one of the trailers and stuff, and they said like they oh. eventually didn't really go to their trailers, they would always like just hang out. Yeah, and um it was David Schwimmer. Who was like, kind of was like the love of like, got all the love from the people watching the show in the beginning. So he had every right to be like, "Hey, I demand more money for like Mm -hmm. renegotiations," and he came into Matthew Perry's um, space or whatever and was like, "Hey, like I'm thinking like we need to renegotiate together. We should all make the same amount of money. That Mm -hmm. way, like we like stay close and like we have control, whatever." So like, because of that, they all ended up getting like pay raises to the point where like at one point they were getting they were all getting a million three hundred thousand dollars or something an episode. yeah an episode yeah yeah i know that's so, that was one of the coolest expensive. stories
1: yeah but like just talk about wow <laughs> your friend like backing you up and stuff don't mm-hmm. worry i'll split all the proceeds with you guys with this podcast you know I'll, I'll, oh thanks yeah all <laughs> 20 dollars no, if we made 20 miles, that would be great. But yeah,
3: no. <laughs> that's
1: so funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's cool though. It was it was awesome yeah. that they really were friends and stuff for sure. Dude, nice. Okay, well, I appreciate you saying that. A lot of crazy yeah, stuff definitely. has come out from him talking about it recently. But uh yeah, let's move on to some trailers. So tra- trailers, we got uh we were talking about this offline already, but Guillermo del Toro, his Pinocchio show, uh the trailer just came out for it and it looks pretty cool. Like, I got a really good impression from it. Uh, It looks fun. It looks very classically accurate, but at the same time, you know, utilizing maybe modern takes on stories and stuff. And uh, just kind of revamping the story in little unique ways, especially with, what was Pinocchio's dad's name? Geppetto. Uh, Geppetto. Right. So, yeah, it looks good. I don't know. Have you guys had a chance to check out that trailer? Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. It, um, <laughs> Don't all jump at once. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. yep. Um, yep. It looks beautiful. It looks. It looks great. It. Um. It looks like it's stop motion, mm-hmm. mixed with maybe some CG or whatnot. But um, it looks like a really cool. Was it? It's gonna be a show or movie? I, I was. It's a, a movie. I wasn't, it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It looks. It looks great. Especially. I know. We were just talking about the one that just came out recently from Disney and how it didn't get. Um, probably all the love that Disney wanted to, but this movie might probably will get a lot more love um, mm-hmm. through this telling because it, it definitely looks unique. And because Guillermo del Toro, he always puts his little spin on everything. And um, yeah, so far, I, all I can see is it's beautiful. Uh, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't
1: watch the Tom Hanks one, as we talked about, like it didn't get good reviews online like people really hated that one for whatever Mm -hmm. reason it just seemed like tom hanks being tom hanks but with pinocchio in a way i know he does like an accent or something right but uh yeah i just i don't know i think the the hate and the reviews online kind of deterred Mm -hmm. me from watching it right but this one looks i mean i'm such a fan of guillermo del toro like one of my favorite movies is shape of water and and i also loved his Hellboy. so I can't Mm -hmm. see not liking this. He does such a great Mm -hmm. job with, like, characters and monsters and creatures and, like, building unique stories for them. I'm sure he's going to do a great job with this classic story as well. Drake, what did you think about the Pinocchio trailer? I
0: I liked um, the tone of it. I think Guillermo del Toro, his tone is always so... It's ominous, but it has a a layer of um, eloquence to it. It's telling Mm -hmm. a a darkness through, like, the lens of, like... um, emotion and uh i don't know i I, i'm thinking that i'm a sucker for stop motion in general i'll always watch anything stop motion pretty much um but i think he's gonna do a really good job at kind of bringing out the darkness in pinocchio but also bringing in the um the beauty of the story of, uh, a, a non-sentient theorist, I guess, a sentient thing wanting to be more than what it is. And that's kind of like the human dynamic of you're always wanting to be more than what you are. And mm. though you may be cast aside or you may be created by something and not seen as something that, you know, the strive to be the thing that you want to be, um, while also trying to maintain your quote unquote humanity, even though he's not being seen as a human is going to be interesting in Guillermo del Toro's uh, eyes. I think that's going to be super interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Damn, I feel like you gave me a lesson too in like human emotion as well. On, on top of, on top of uh, just yeah, making really fantastic points too. So yeah, you're right, man. You got me like actually even more excited. Both of you guys got me way more excited to watch this. And yeah, the animation looks fantastic. So not exactly sure when it's dropping on Netflix, but it should be coming out pretty soon. And yeah, if you haven't, go check out that trailer. Uh, oh, it looks the next- like
3: um, theaters November and on Netflix December 9th. Oh, it's going to be the theaters too? Yeah, it looks like. Oh, shit. Um,
0: yeah. It'd be a nice uh, Netflix and chill situation though on the 9th yeah. of November.
3: Yeah. Oh, real quick, real quick tangent. I didn't know that Um, that Christmas movie with Will Ferrell and Brian Reynolds, that's mm-hmm. coming out in theaters as well. Like, oh, wow. A day oh, before shit. Apple Plus or whatever. So like, if you want to check it out in theaters, that's a possibility as well. Oh, so that's nice! Cool I didn't
1: know like that on. either. That's that's awesome. Perfect. Thanks for uh, dropping that in there. He's talking mm-hmm. about spirited. So yeah, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but that's coming out on theaters. So keep an eye out for that movie as well. It looks super fun. Uh, we the next trailer is. Just, oh, man, I love this guy so much. And it's great to see him back in so many different roles. Uh, But Brendan Fraser, he got, what was it, like a seven-minute standing ovation for this movie? And, uh, yeah, I think at Cannes Film Festival. And you could see him. He was tearing up. He was crying. And he was just talking about, like, man, he had such a road, like a crazy road back to getting back to the top and in the limelight and Mm -hmm. well-deserved by all accounts. To me, he's like a Keanu Reeves. Matthew Mm. Perry probably hates him, but uh,
0: (laughs) they're definitely not friends.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice. nice. (laughs) On fire with the void side. Okay. Yeah. They're probably not friends, but at the same time, uh, yeah, it looks, it looks great. And talk about an emotional kind of journey journey that this movie seems to be putting us through as viewers but also, like, man, just so humanizing and great. And wow, so much was said in such a short amount of time in the trailer. Uh, I'm really looking forward to a movie. This looks like a movie that I will definitely go see or, or watch. Like, uh, I, I'm kind of a sucker for these these movies that may be Oscar contenders, and this looks like it could be one of them, and it looks fantastic. And it's mm-hmm. called The Whale. Uh, Drake, what did you? Think about the whale from like just the teaser trailer. Um,
0: I I mean it's definitely emotional. I mean the the general premise is just like, uh, what's the main character's name? Charlie.
1: Well, I, I don't know any characters' names. Yeah, I know Brendan Fraser and Sadie Sink. Okay, so I think <laughs> Brent,
3: Char- Charlie. Charlie Frasier, Brendan Fraser is Charlie.
0: Brendan Fraser is Charlie, and essentially he's trying to like like reconnect with his daughter, right? Yeah. And um they grew apart I think from the the trailer in that sense and Charlie left his family for a man who later died and so uh Charlie essentially went on this huge like um emotional binge eating situation out of oh. guilt and then hence why he's like super huge quote unquote the whale in the story. Mm. And I think from what I've seen it's familiar. Familiar in the sense, not of like, I've been through this, but something that you can definitely relate to. Because from the standpoint of Brendan Fraser as a whole, we haven't seen him for a long time. And he was kind of blacklisted for a a while. I mean, Tarzan and the Mummy franchise, right? Aside from like most recently, Doom Patrol. So he's had a resurgence. So to see a character or an actor like him play a role into which very much is almost parallel to what he's he's been going through in terms of like the 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 leaving of the main limelight for whatever reason and then really the guilt and the shame that he must have felt during that time being outcasted and uh having now to be able to play this character i felt like it felt very natural Mm uh within the trailer um yeah i'm i'm almost afraid to watch it because i feel like it's gonna make me feel feelings but um
3: (laughs) it's the best man it is, yeah. it is the
0: best, but especially Brendan, like he's a huge part of our nineties grow up situation. Right. Um, yeah. So he's, K- he's K- kind K- of times. on that same line of like Robin Williams and like Jim Carrey. I mean, Um, not necessarily Whoa. physical comedy, but like present within that action realm. And so yeah. Um, I'll look forward to it based on the fact that not only do we know that Brendan Fraser can act, but we know that him himself has been through it. And he, we know that he can portray this type of emotional um, baggage well enough to know that he's going to do a, a, a spectacular job.
1: Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You're 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 totally right about that. I, I'm all for feeling the feelings. Like this, this looks like one of those ones that's going to just you know, like tug at the heartstrings and just make me feel like, oh man. I don't know. I, I I like that sometimes. I like to feel just bad or sad or how shitty something is sometimes. Because then when you come back to your life, you're like, wow. I kind of pretty good. Like it's not so bad. I feel like well this is one of those movies where you like just feel so he if this is like a Matthew Perry like it's going to make you feel like Matthew Perry does right now or at least in his book. And like I'm <laughs> cool with that.
3: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, looks great. Looks great. Sorry Scott, did you have something else to say about? It? Yeah, for sure. I mean basically that. Like um I'm definitely a big fan of like every once in a while if there's a movie that like oh my god, it's going to make me feel a certain way like i i usually want to like watch it like so i get no disturbance from anyone um i guess the, the latest movie i saw that was maybe similar to like Dude, it's just funny. that sorry i was gonna say like the way you're talking about this movie sounds like the way
1: somebody watches porn you're like i like to watch when nobody <laughs> else is around. yeah i, oh, I, I go action um, or i go animated.
3: side by side screen Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought about drama and porn. <laughs> can, oh, yeah, you, yeah. We can't say inside jokes. You got to have to explain that. I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what I'm saying is, you know, like you're watching, a, like say a dramatic movie and then someone's right. like, just starts talking or like gets up, starts like turning on a light. You know, I like to like make sure like I'm just, I get sucked into the world. The right. um A movie that I seen recently that was kind of like that or kind of recent was like The Sound of Metal. Oh, it was, like, so good. You know, oh, yeah. So like that movie, like you're like, oh my God, he's a drummer. He loses hearing. And then mm-hmm. you're just like, you're with him throughout the whole journey of like, him trying to figure out like, is there even a way for me to get my hearing back? Can I still drum or like what, you know, like you're you're with right. him with this on this emotional journey. And I don't like being disturbed at all while I'm there. Cause it just takes you out of it, you know? Right. So um, when I saw this movie, I know we don't get to see much from this teaser, but when he's hooked up to the oxygen and like, you see his eyes welling up and like his eyes are like darting, his eyes are darting back and forth. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I know for a fact he's put on like an amazing performance this movie and i, I definitely want to be here for it um yeah. going back to like what you're saying Drake about like why he hasn't been in movies and stuff from my understanding is um it was an interview i saw where i know a couple things he went through like a really bad divorce where he like lost a bunch of money and like um mm. his life kind of got messed up as a lot of these divorces do and um he got like a really bad back injury i believe too so that led to him like putting on weight and then like he was always like a really in shape dude so like that Mm -hmm. led to i think depression and then that like compounded into him like putting on more weight lack of confidence and like um this interview i saw where he was like being super vulnerable about it all Mm -hmm. but um so like even more so now i'm like fuck yeah i want to see him like um come back and like be on top because he definitely has the acting chops um uh, yeah i'm super pumped to watch this movie
1: Right. Yeah, man. that's crazy. It, it, well, it seems like there's a lot of synergy going on with actors right now and then like acting kind of like what they're feeling right now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. another example is like the whole cast of Black Panther. We're going to get into it. We could probably just move on to it right now. And that the cast of Black Panther is literally creating a movie about losing their king while at the same time, the cast has in essence lost their same king or champion. Mm -hmm. right and like that's the vibe i'm getting from people who've already seen black panther which i'm so fucking pumped about getting to watch this weekend so if you if you watch it go out there tell us what you think about it because i'm going to be probably pretty damn hyped but anyways um but like that cast is going through it right now they feel those same emotions that their characters are probably going to be feeling and that's going to be an, an interesting journey because while we are grieving and seeing how Marvel handles the loss of Chadwick Bozeman, at the same time, like the characters are feeling that and grieving and going through it too. What a unique opportunity. No, I'm not, you know, I don't know if that comes across callous or whatnot, but it's, I mean, obviously it's emotional and sad. And like, I didn't even know Chadwick Bozeman, but I have such like a weird deep connection. Like I can't watch the trailer without crying, but at the same time, it's a unique way of creating a movie and us as viewers watching this creation happen because we're going through what the characters are going through at the same time which is i don't know i'm sure there's examples out there of people who've had to do the same thing in movies but it's just like an interesting unique kind of story around the whole movie and and something that we get to feel too
3: i can't remember the last if any movie that i was experiencing even as the viewer kind of like sharing that feeling with the people making the movie and uh, what this fake Marvel universe is sharing mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Like, cause we, we don't know Chadwick Boseman, but um, I've seen him in other things too. Like um, and I've seen him in like interviews and the way he carries himself in public. And he's always mm-hmm. seemed like a really cool guy. Even the yeah. fact that he hid his like cancer from other people to like not make it, I guess even, so it wouldn't affect people's jobs really. Like, you know, like that's something mm-hmm. he just lived his life. Seemed like such an awesome person. And then, You know, we're sad watching it. You're like, oh man, it's too bad he died. And then we're going to see people in the movie like, oh, like we're going to, like you said, we're going to see them crying. And I wouldn't be surprised if it starts making me like start tearing up because I'm like, you know, you you get into a, it's like going to a funeral. And then like, once people start crying, it's like hard not to, like, you know, you start feeling
1: all them feelings. Sometimes,
3: yeah, sometimes sadness is infectious, like happiness is like laughter. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely see that happening too in theater, like. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty emotional ride for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, another thing, too, and I've been caught up in it. Um, they also did, like, I don't know who produced it, but basically they're doing a Behind Wakanda Forever a podcast. It's, like, pro- professionally introduced. I know, like, they're the big guy cannibalizing all the little guys, but that podcast was so good. It's bo- it's done by uh, the narrator is Ta-Nehisi Coates and Mm -hmm. he's done he did a lot of runs of black panther i mean he's an acclaimed writer and all this stuff too but he did a handful of runs on black panther and he knew chadwick boseman personally but he goes through and he interviews the cast and he interviews ryan coogler and stuff and like he asked ryan coogler a question and he just starts like crying in the he's like dude i'm sorry like i don't know what's going on like my bad and he's like no no he's like it's a tough tough thing i asked you to talk about so it's like you just know and, and it's it like just feels authentic, you know. Like there's some people right. who cry about stuff, and it feels like it's bullshit. I don't know if it is, but it definitely feels like it's coming from a very genuine place. Like he he sure. even talks about like when he found out about Chadwick dying, and it was like, wow, yeah. It just him talking, about it was like, holy, you know. I was just talking to him about finalizing the script, and he's like, I want you to read it before I send it to the execs at Marvel, and you tell me what you think. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, I could tell he was tired, and I could tell he just like he was laying down and it just didn't normally sound like him but uh he was like yeah yeah i'll get to it and um yeah i'll check it out and then next thing i know one of um uh, my agent basically was like yeah um chadwick passed away and he's like no nah. he's like no nah, i don't believe you i just i literally just talked to him last week and he's like no it, it's real and he was Damn, just like sad yeah yeah and so right. i just like changed up everything who would i know who knows like i guess only god knows what the movie would have been like had chad mcbozeman not passed away and also what that movie would have been like if you know he had done that script but you know i'm so mm-hmm. excited to see what we get because it's going to be what a crazy emotional journey so i think it's just that season of like feels man i like every movie and show that i'm very interested in watching like has a lot of deep emotional connections there and that's like I, i'm all for it like I'm, I'm about that maybe it'll also make Drake's. um like black coal heart grow six inches or whatever they say ten times the size <laughs> whatever inches. the Grinch what I don't know why I inch? said nine inches I shouldn't be talking about He's inches six I'm inches. about dicks now but like <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. meant like grow the like ten times you know like the Grinch yeah. Gonna, it's take?
0: definitely a grower not a shower for
3: sure <laughs> there we go <laughs> there you go
1: yeah so anyways i'm all all for those uh all for that uh do you guys have any thoughts on uh, the black panther Wakanda forever coming up while we're here what, when is it coming out again so it uh... comes out on the 11th november
0: 11th oh crap that's super soon yeah I'm sure good.
2: This,
1: this this will be good it's gonna yep. be good yeah I don't buy oh, tickets should, like when they drop. So I
0: should probably buy tickets because yeah, my probably. theater is uh, predominantly Wakanda forever. So
1: hopefully there'll be space for me there. What do you mean? Hey,
2: what do you huh? mean by
1: that? What do you mean? Huh? <laughs> Anyways, <do> moving on. <laughs> <where we are. laughs> so it's probably
3: basically going to be popular. Tickets are going to be sold out. You need to get yeah, some yeah, soon, yeah. right? Okay. I definitely got mine. I'm going to see it on Sunday. I'm hyped. Nice. And I know, like, we can talk about real quick, like, it's weird that it's getting like some like mixed reviews from some people. I'm still not going to let that um, sway me in any way. I'm going to go in with my like open mind and whatnot, but right. it is interesting. Um,
1: no, no, totally. Um, the thing with that too is like, yeah, I've heard there's some mixed reviews, but at the same time, the critic reviews as it stands right now, the Rotten Tomatoes is still at 94%. Oh, so sweet. like, it's still like, it's, it's just a lot like, and also I don't think this can be a perfect movie. I don't know how it can. There's too many mm-hmm. things it has to juggle, right? It has yeah. to, it has to, like give honor and praise uh, to Chadwick Boseman. At the same time, it needs to tell a compelling, um, action-packed story. Yeah, like, we it needs to make sense of yeah. the MCU. It's like too. It's, it unfair to that to MCU. Come,
3: it's unfair to compare it to like a natural sequel of any sort, right? Like, exactly. It's just got exactly. too much more to tell. T-
1: to, and also, this is the end of phase four. So, it also yeah. needs to wrap up phase four and then connect us into phase five. So, there's too much at stake. I do not expect this to be a perfect movie in any way, but I hope that it just gives Chadwick Bozeman, you know, the honor and praise he deserves. I hope that there's cool action in it and that I hope it wraps up phase four in a cohesive way that may all of phase four and i've said this before and i've gotten flagged for it online but i I do feel this way i feel phase four was a little disjointed but i hope that it finds a way to kind of connect some of these things that seemingly are not as connected as i would have assumed given phase one through three so it's it's a large monumental task and i'm going to be happy and support it i think no matter what i'm on board i loved black panther one so much and we've already talked about how much Chadwick Boseman meant to people, but also like I think I'm included in that group, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm fired up about it. I, it looks dope. Yep. So Agreed. sweet. So uh, moving on, sexiest man alive has been crowned another MCU star. Jude Law. And, uh, he was in a he was in a movie. Was did oh, okay. he ever win sexiest man alive? I feel like, he I, feel did. like he did. I, mean, I feel like he did. Feel like he did. The internet Jude would Law. know. Yeah, um, but it's not Jude Law, it's a Chris
0: Chris Hemsworth. Uh, no, uh, Chris Jenkins.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I wish Chris uh, DeLeo. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Chris oh, Bounced back after getting canceled, and now about he time. <laughs> is the sexiest fan. <laughs> no, it is Captain America. Uh, Chris Evans, he is was rated the I don't know, I guess it's rated, right? Is that the right term? he was voted sexiest man alive and mm. that was that's i think pretty well deserving man every time i look at him i'm like this guy's perfect he's quite the specimen uh he's got America's semen. He's, he's yeah he's got do you know it wasn't his ass in that shot it was <laughs> really? one of the <laughs> fight funny. choreographers and it might be america's ass but and i'm sure it's stone well that was a small ass let's be real let's be real i've seen like that was not a <laughs> a toned like maybe it's not but it wasn't anyways i like my asses bigger uh i don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> it just wasn't big good enough for me all right he's good yeah so yeah on men? all right now that i sound super gay uh what do you guys think about chris evans being the sexiest man alive
3: he's got a great ass start with that.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> i mean he's definitely my captain america uh I, don't, yeah, I I. mean, I.
1: it makes sense. <laughs> I, I wonder what's, what's I the criteria. i am careful saying that now that we have a new
0: Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in terms of like his... <laughs> Let me just backtrack here a little bit. Here we go. Let me just try to eat this up real quick. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Thanks for that. The... So, so bad. So no, yeah, yeah, Thanks yeah, for trying to yeah, get Captain yeah, yeah, on this episode. Yeah,
3: yeah. Fixing
1: that, yeah. Any loser. Um, <laughs>
0: right. I don't know. What's the criteria for being the sexiest man is it is it that purely like looks or is it what you've
1: done with done your yet. um your career yeah, so far or? no idea i never have bought like nor do i know anybody who's bought the sexiest man
3: like, what, what else has he
1: done in the last like five years aside from captain
0: america
3: he did he started, like who's hot right Lightyear. now and who wasn't oh, already but he wasn't even physically
0: thing. in it though he was just yeah he together, was in right? that
1: so. um what was the russo brothers one um where he plays the bad guy Red. I want to say Red. Oh, uh, uh, Gray
0: Man. The Gray Man.
1: Yeah, he was in that. He was in the Apple TV show where he plays the dad, and I think his kid goes to jail. So, so not a lot. (laughs) What is that movie
3: called? I don't know. It's on Apple TV. Kid in jail. That's (laughs) probably what it was. They saw that. They're like, he's a sexy dad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I know. Big (laughs) zaddy energy here. Send him to jail. Am I right? Him, <laughs> let's put him i on don't on i i
0: i think i mean i guess i don't necessarily care about the the moniker or the title just because sure. it's so subjective and political however mm-hmm. I, I don't know that it could have gone to anybody uh, i mean i definitely could have gone to other people but i guess i'm not mad that it's gone to him
1: right it just seems like it fits right it's just like yeah that, that seems to make sense yeah like, sure why yeah, not sure. kind of a situation yeah
3: yeah, yeah exactly Yeah, to me this title is like, if they did this like every week, and then next week it was like Michael B. Jordan, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like it's like (laughs) right, right. It's literally just a hot dude or hot woman, and they're like, yeah, they're hot, and then acknowledgement, and I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they're good looking and they're doing all right right now with their job right that's kind of what it is that's true
1: (laughs) yeah it's like who's hot and pretty successful in hollywood oh yeah chris evans paul rudd chris hemsworth the rock like these guys like of course so yeah you're right i mean it's totally a pointless moniker and title and whatnot but hey you know anytime i have a chance to talk about the mcu or people in it i'm gonna take
3: it so for sure yeah. yeah was he wearing like captain america gear of any sort he wasn't wearing any Captain America gear,
1: but there was news of something that does have some pretty badass gear, and that's Gears of War is now in production as a live action show Ooh. at Netflix. Nice, that's yeah. pretty
0: sick. I mean, yeah. the last time Gears of War was what the newest or the game, pretty much on Xbox. Is when I remember we used to play that together, but um,
3: yeah. yeah, I only got as far as like three, I think. But oh man, were those good times. I mean the gores the gore in this Netflix show
0: has got to be the best gory we've ever seen in a Netflix show, right? Like yeah, um, yeah.
1: like Gears yeah, that gore. has to be I mean, a part of it. And there's like there's been a lot of kind of like post-apocalyptic movies where things invade and aliens and stuff, but there hasn't been a lot of shows that I think have done it really well, not that I can think of, right? Like where like this Crazy alien invasion comes and then it's like an all out war. Like there was Tomorrow War, there was Edge of Tomorrow, but those are both movies. Like I'm excited. Mm. I think they could really dive. Man, Ugh,
0: I don't know. The story has this. to be good and the action has to be good and the Wait, gore do has know to be good. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be good.
1: I don't think there's any casting news or writing news. I think it's just been announced that that's in the work at Netflix.
3: You know who could do a good cool job mm-hmm. directing it for sure? Who? Snyder probably Zack yeah. Snyder yeah. could probably do a pretty cool that's
1: actually movie. You're probably yeah that's a really valid point that would be sick because he does action and gore like so well
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and he does a really good job of like balancing out characters and stuff too that could be cool I'd be super into that yeah but, it, but it, he would also have to make it not like the zombie in Las Vegas one right. he'd have to find a way to like he'd be like he's just redoing that movie but with aliens and in the future
0: yeah, yeah you yeah. know,
1: like they that'd be the only tightrope he'd have to walk there. But yeah, you're right though, he would crush it. I would, oh my god, I would love that. He's doing the show or a movie called Moonfall, right? That is kind of oh I watched Moonfall. You wa- watched it? Yeah. Oh what?
3: wait, no, I don't know. Not not the movie did, Moonfall, right? Yeah, a there's a moon, it's not out yet. Yeah, what Moonfall did you watch?
0: I watched the it's, Moonfall where the moon with Brian is. Harper and yeah.
3: Casey Oh, oh sorry these, these, are, right, these right. are the character names um patrick wilson john bradley halle berry oh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like that, blockbuster. Yeah, that one is, yeah. yeah i
1: watched that one yeah got I, I watched got that one yeah
3: i might be completely wrong i might have the name
1: completely wrong but it's something moon but um
3: Snyder.
1: yeah yeah i was curious about it was it in uh in two sentences was that movie good two sentences or less it was okay all right, one it's perfect.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. It, uh
0: the the cast is definitely um bigger than the story.
1: Oh isn't the moon getting thrown on people.
3: It's one of those like it's yeah. it's super like overproduced, and you can tell. Yeah. Great yeah. cast, right? Mm-hmm. But like the shit, the the, the shit is script. The, <laughs> the, is the script, script, script is shit. The shit is script. So it's like it's like everything you predict is happening. You're like, yeah. Oh, there's a thing coming. The moon's. Oh, I gotta tell, but no one's gonna listen to me because I'm just like a scientist. And they're like, get out of here, scientist. We don't listen to you. And it's, it's like, like that, I gotta get this in it, the right hands. It tries hands. to Data. do so much, like,
0: yes. and it, it and then it fails it doesn't Yeah, it, it fails at some things. It's sh- it's just an okay movie. Like Got like it. Scott said, it's overproduced. Great cast, but like. The story is not necessarily really drawn out. There's, you know, there's a, there's just a lot of meh to it. Got it. Um, okay. Yeah. If it's not free, like Greenland.
3: Yeah. Greenland was good. Not right like on. that. Like, um, oh, but it's Rebel Moon. That's the Snyder. Rebel movie. Moon. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: Rebel Moon. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, all of that. I, I agree. Those would, um, he would, he would kill it as a director. I think in for this type of movie, but or I guess the show, which would be fantastic. So I'm, I'm stoked about it. That looks uh it looks like a ton of fun we would like you were saying Drake. we would play that so much in school and it was like one of the first games i actually played online where i like played you know against other people and oh man i was like i was addicted to that game it was I one of the main so uh, third person shooters too
0: that came out of the time so it kind of defined right. a genre for a little bit
1: yeah yeah exactly it did i i agree with you like it was yeah, it was kind of the quintessential third-person action adventure game at that time. So, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, It was cool. So stoked about that. I hope to hear more news about that in the future. So, shit, <laughs> I was on it's, it's,
3: it's looking good. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> get. What the hell?
1: Jesus. All right. Oh, Kobe. I'm Rudolph not gonna suit. edit this out. By the way, I want to keep yeah. this. In. No, yeah. No, I was just um, saying like
3: the uh, Gears of War. The co-op was super like unique in the sense where like you branch off and do separate things and come back. Mm-hmm right like, that was really great and then the horde mode was so cool like i didn't know there wasn't really any other games that had that i feel like at
1: the time no, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 now that, that i was can really think fun. of for sure oh, yeah it so fun. Horde the guns mode, were cool it was crazy oh, that, the, the the assault rifle with the chainsaw on it is so yeah. like iconic it was so oh,
3: badass yeah.
0: that was the first time they would do cinematic takedowns really oh Good oh, call. Yeah. That was a big thing a part of it. Yeah, you're right. You that get the so time
3: the to reload too. Yeah.
0: Right? And then the co- the idea of cover too. That was new at the time. God, I, okay. Cool.
1: Now I might have to get an Xbox because this makes you want to play Gears of War I sound know. bad. It sounds so awesome right now. Uh, but yeah, let's let's move on. That that was uh man, I'm so excited about it. Oh my gosh, can't wait for that. So hopefully more news is on in the pipeline soon for Gears of War on Netflix. Uh let's see. Drake, do you have a hypothetical? I have tons of hypotheticals. All right. Um, let's do it. I, it's been a while since we've done a hypothetical. And I it's
0: been a while <laughs> since I could.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: this one was kind of a little bit more on the raunchy side. So if oh, yeah. you're averse to I talked
1: about inches of your heart. So let's I yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and I talked about Chris Evans ass for way too long. I think I think yeah. I'm not yeah. safe here anyway. Let's I got double a really
0: down. Girthy heart. Let's double know down I mean? for sure. Um <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> you have two separate options. Okay. Okay. They're not great options, but you have to choose <laughs> one. Wait. Okay. It, the, the, the reason why you would choose one is because you're doing it for not only a million dollars, which mm-hmm. is kind of regular, I think, but you would also get to choose uh, like a vacation destination mm-hmm. for two weeks for you and your significant other mm. all expenses paid etc so you get a million plus this but you would have to do one of these two things okay these two
3: things are not going to affect your relationship with the significant um other?
0: it's probably not uh okay. like <laughs> emotionally but in terms of what they would think about you uh <laughs> would definitely change
3: all, all right i can't God. wait to hear it. i feel like right. this is um black beer with the pig Let's preface with um we probably whatever we choose, we don't want to pick that guys. But yeah, yeah, we have yeah, to pick yeah, yeah, one for yeah. yeah, yeah, right, so, right, right. Yeah, yeah, either yeah,
1: way, yeah. we don't want to pick one, but we have to in we this to games like scenario. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So <laughs> you have to choose between jerking off the person, the, the male you hate the most. <laughs> And okay. then consuming okay. that <laughs> semen that was that you jerked off. What the fuck? Okay, wait. What there oh next my god! This? And two, or two, two. is that it? Is and that or it? you have to cook a meal uh-huh. for it. a uh, random female, Sounds and better. So you like- have to then watch this person poop onto a plate, and then take oh, a okay. bite
1: of said poop. Oh my oh, God, geez. Right. Wow. Okay, yes. I'm going to just say, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> do either one of these. Both of them sound absolutely terrible and atrocious. But for the sake of imagination and, and going along with this, I'm definitely picking two. I'm picking picking two, two in, in more ways than one, apparently. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm definitely picking that. Oh my god. I'm not gonna jerk off somebody <laughs> I hate. And then not d- just eat that. Their- you know, like, <laughs> kidding me at the I don't even want to see somebody I hate's penis, like let alone mm. touch it. Like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. That's guess, is yeah. The person you hate, do, you, um, do they think it's weird too? Or they're like, yeah, person they're you right. hate
0: no. no, no, it's like it's a glory hole style situation. They don't know you and you don't see them. Oh but it is a person you hate. So Damn. so for, for Matthew right. Perry, it'd be Keanu Reeves, but then Keanu Reeves, he wouldn't know as Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he would just be behind the wall. Yeah, a I like how we brought it back to <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> damn. We were like um, so emotional in the early part of this episode. Now it's like <laughs> jerking off our enemies and like Matthew Perry and
3: and uh and his and Keanu Keanu Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's funny. Anyways, um, what about you, Scott? Yeah, I, I want to you... start by saying um <laughs> we were like, hey, you have hypothetical, you're like, I've got so many, let's go with this one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this oh, is the shit. best option. Yeah, for I'll it's tell you off air how I got, got the, the idea okay. for it. Okay, <laughs> it's definitely brought me a lot of laughs already. So uh, <laughs> that's great. Um, um, uh, yeah, probably the second one. Like, cause yeah, this yeah, just the second one. I feel like we don't even need to explain. Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> I, in the sense of, I think because we're uh, males. And the idea of like um, eating male fluid is probably not the most... Uh, conducive to being a male, just because that's yeah. a little bit opposite. Unless yeah. that's what your jam is. I mean, for the um, record, speaking of want, jam, can I you get really some flavored wanna...
3: jelly or something? The
0: enemy, the person that you hate the most, ate a lot of pineapples over the course <laughs> See, of a okay, week. Okay, all... okay, but to so the gonna same taste time, like skittles
1: just to be fair, <laughs> I don't want to eat a bunch of female fluids either. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't want to yeah, yeah, eat yeah, fluids yeah, yeah.
3: from somebody's body. If I, what's funny? What's what's getting funnier is like how enticing he's trying to make one sound. <laughs> I know, I know. He's like, are you he's sure? like, wait, wait, wait. You, you even to sure? look at him. Like, they don't know. Oh well, wait. Dude, it tastes like Skittles. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if I told you, know you it, it tastes better? Yeah. <laughs> what hey. if I said it's Raptor Fruit Roll-Up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it also gave you superpowers for 24 fucking hours. one.
1: No, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> what it
0: is <laughs> oh yeah. shit um, oh,
3: that's funny
0: but yeah so i think for me the easiest thing would be uh number 2 just because cooking a meal and then uh you'd have to watch them poop it out and then you'd have to kind of eat it that, that i think that would be the toughest um in terms of like the smell and the taste mm-hmm. um to be, to be able to do, but, all, but probably the most um, acceptable versus the other, where it would ma- probably be a little bit easier just because, you know, we've all masturbated. So that's pretty easy. And, you know, uh, if, if it tastes like Skittles, that's not, that's not a really big deal. Is but, that the
3: worst thing? No. Yeah. Is that the
0: worst <laughs> thing, um, in that situation? So there's, I think there's pros and cons. I th- I think that I would, somebody that I hate, uh I really have to yeah, say no, 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, Charlie, uh, just, you're gonna suck your yeah. dick, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just going to jerk it off. But um oh, yeah. <laughs> I think get it right. Yeah, I'd be tough. I think the e- the easiest thing would probably be number 2, but if I really wanted to challenge myself, I'd probably go number 1. Yeah, you're all about challenging yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a girthy heart, so
3: that's right. It was just jerk off. I think because you said glory hole, it like made me automatically think that we're sucking this person off now. And um, yeah, wow, yeah. I was like, that's typical no. with
0: glory holes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
3: that's right. And then, what you pick
0: two? Uh, I said I would pick. I would pick one to challenge myself. I would pick two because it'd be easier. <laughs> okay. All
3: right. Because everyone has a good challenge. If, if we're trying to challenge ourselves. I was a big one too. You didn't mention that. If I to challenge myself. I'm just combining them. Yeah, except get bold here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. wow. But uh, is... yeah, is, uh, yeah, After after we're done the podcast, I'll tell you how I came up with the poop thing because I was it was something that. Um, surprised me but didn't really so anyway and we'll talk about that later any who's there all right if
1: you want to like... hear offline as well feel free to dm drake maybe he'll tell you how he came <laughs> to this thought process
3: <laughs> oh this is hilarious Wait, real <clears throat> quick uh we got um frank from geek freaks <laughs> chiving in he said option one but damn drake needs intervention oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh shit, shit. So yeah. damn uh, the people have spoken drake yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry, 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 yeah. They're yeah, really yeah. gonna get to know your your deep inner workings here. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So now we have to continue on to the review portion of the show, and okay. that's exactly where we're at now. We're here at reviews. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> made me laugh like, so much. So good. <laughs> and drink your back up, oh, man. I, I want to see how you spin this. But we, uh you watched something over the weekend. I gave it a shot. uh speaking about Netflix, and oh, Noah yes, yes, Holmes yes. Two came out. What did you oh. think about it?
0: Uh so Enola Holmes, I'm a huge Sherlock fan. I love um detective situations. Um, I will give you the pros first. Uh Henry Cavill is great. The actors and actresses in it are great. I think we have Bellatrix Lestrange, who's mm-hmm. um one of the main characters in this situation as well. as who she's uh the Holmes's mother. And um, there's a lot more anarchy, there's a lot more um uh I guess, movement for women's rights, which we kind of see that in the first, the original Enola Holmes. Um, The story's a little bit more well thought about. Mm -hmm. There's more detective situations in here and less um, kind of like boring. uh, You know, I'm trying to be the sister of Sherlock Holmes and I'm trying to be this person. It's a little bit Mm -hmm. more established. Um, And so essentially... (laughs) uh, Enola got, has her first case as a full blown detective and uh, she has to find this person and it's a missing person. And mm. so it ends up coming to fruition that her case and Sherlock's case ends up intertwined. Oh. And so they end up working together. And so you kind of get to see a little bit more of the inner workings of how Enola and Sherlock are very similar, which is kind of nice because you don't necessarily get to see the differences. You get to see the similarities. Mm-hmm. Um we also get uh, Lupin from uh, uh, Harry Potter. Do you remember um, yeah. that character? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, uh, shoot, I
1: love that actor too. He was also in The Sandman. Uh,
0: yes, I forget. what is. What I, I mean, mean, he's sorry. been in so many shows. I have no. nothing. her. Yeah, here? yeah. But, but um, um, <clears throat> he's just an amazing yes. actor. So David he's an amazing actor. Da- David, Same yes. Thing
2: So he's in there
0: and he plays a um, kind of a bad guy in there. We also get to see the first time um, Moriarty kind of pops up. So you get to see a lot of these very quintessential Sherlock characters um, being brought into fruition. We don't get to see any of Mycroft in this particular one, who is the, um, I think the oldest Holmes brother. Mm -hmm. But I would say from a outside standpoint watching it, if you love Sherlock, watch it for sure. Um, If you're into... Kind of detective things. Watch it for sure, but it's a little bit corny. Um, It's a little bit on the nose as it as it pertains to um, like the the Win Wright situation and kind of bringing that into the forefront. Um, There's there's parts of it where it's not so much cringy. Um, Enola does break the fourth wall kind of a lot to talk to the audience. Some parts are funny and some parts are a little bit unnecessary. Um, you do get to see Millie Bobby Brown kind of be a little bit more in her element. It kind of feels like she wants to do this character and play this character well. Um, Mm -hmm. So her acting and you can kind of see her portray a young um, kind of female character who has that very coming of age situation where they're falling in love and they're learning how to deal with their emotions at the same point in time, there's these much larger uh, things at stake, right? Yeah. Things at stake, events, events, um, things that she wants to stand for. She's really putting forth her character and her values and her principles. And, um, it's a long watch. I think it's almost two hours long.
1: Yeah. And, oh, wow. Some it's parts it's like two hours, 14 minutes or something. Yes. Two hours and 14 minutes. Wow, some of it,
0: about. you're like, Ooh, you know, sometimes it's like, Ooh, but at the same point in time, if you push through it, it, it all kind of <laughs> makes sense. Um, it almost feels like, um, kind of getting a sushi roll from like a grocery store, like a main, a chain grocery store that's already mm-hmm. prepackaged in like the refrigerated section. You're like, it's a little bit expensive, but it's something that I know it's convenient for me right now. And after you eat it, you feel satisfied. It wasn't the best thing you've ever eaten, but it was um, worth it. And so that's kind of how I felt about Enola Homes too.
2: Mm, okay,
0: yeah. right on.
1: All right, grocery store sushi, you got it. I say that five times <laughs> I <didn't> fast <laughs> I, I, I really so so good, so good <laughs> the first time uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that it was uh, no that was a great great take yeah I, I started it um, it felt a lot more like in order where this first oh. movie felt like it jumped around quite a yes, bit yes, 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 and this one actually felt like a little bit more consistent in how the timing and the pacing was and so you felt like it was a consistent story mm. a lot more so I did from what I mm-hmm. saw, I liked this a lot more. It just felt like it wasn't necessary for me yet. I still like, to your point, I thought Millie Bobby Brown did a great job. Like you can mm-hmm. tell she's in her element, you know, you could tell like she likes this character and she does a great job playing this character. And uh, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what the exact reason was why I kind of, maybe it was just the, the who it was targeted for definitely felt like it was targeted for a younger audience and, yeah, yeah, and maybe yeah. not necessarily for me but it was it was uh great from what i saw of it so yeah uh, i do recommend yeah, yeah if, you, if you're into <laughs> those kind of detective shows and you like millie bobby brown dude, this is this is probably a show it was cool she so even re- referenced jujitsu right Drake? and i was yeah. like oh he i was like Drake's gonna love this yeah the the only issue
0: that i saw with that is like <laughs> she was like Oh, I know jujitsu, and she goes. Huh. And I was just I was gonna like, say oh, that—that's frustrating. <laughs> but, say you don't know jiu-jitsu. But regardless, the fact that she's kind of bringing it to the forefront of this situation, especially in this time period, which uh, it exists but wouldn't have been as well known, mm-hmm. um, I thought that was very nice. And they actually use it um, within yes. the show, so that's really cool. That you know that's become a little bit more mainstream. <laughs> um, being a person who does. jiu-jitsu and like advocates for that that lifestyle and things like such Mm. and for for both of you have been influenced by it whether or not you've practiced it or watched it um it's nice to see kind of that all ulterior um meaning that if we think about uh kind of society in today there's there's less um like coming of age, right? There's less you becoming a man or like rites of passage. And um, through the the aspect of Jiu you kind of get to have that, right? It's it's you learning how to persevere and then challenging yourself and then eventually coming to a place where you can um, kind of affect your surroundings in a way that you grow personally. And the fact that it's being shown in Enola Holmes was very parallel to her journey because she did really accomplish the things that she wanted to accomplish through perseverance. And um, it's very interesting that they use the medium of jujitsu as the physical thing that she used to not only overcome, but also the lifestyle to which knowing that marginal incremental gains was important and um, necessary for her to be where she was within the show or the movie, I should
1: say. Right yeah yeah actually it's very yeah very cool parallels in that sense and it's yeah i mean especially you being somebody who's constantly practicing and it's part of your life like yeah the parallels there must have been like super apparent so that's that's awesome that's super cool it's mm-hmm. like but, a bunch of things you love like jujitsu, detectives mobile brown Bobby brown
0: yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. what more it's all would be alone in a room you know what i mean so i can watch <laughs> it by myself
1: there you go, the like the whale just like, oh, like the wheel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I you, Scott like to watch the movie, uh, <laughs> got
0: a girthy heart.
1: That's right. Uh, Scott, you got to see something that was pretty cool and I'm very curious about. Uh, but you know, I haven't really kept up with the anime and I've tried to, I tried to like start with it. Um, but it, it is dense <laughs> and it's deep, and that is One Piece. What did you think about the One Piece movie? And I don't really know what the full title is.
3: Yeah, so you're right about that. One Piece is very dense. It's like they're in the thousands in the episodes right now. (laughs) Jeez, Um, crazy. Still very good. It is hard to get into. Um, It's called One Piece Red, the new movie. It's the 15th movie that uh, they've made for One Piece. Oh, wow. Overall, I think I I really enjoyed it. Um, If you're not familiar with One Piece in this world, it's um, one of the reasons why I like the show is like, Similar to, like, X-Men and whatnot, like, there's these fruits that you can get in this universe, and if you eat them, you can obtain a certain power. And um, for Luffy, for instance, he eats this, like, uh, rubber, rubber fruit. Anything they eat is just, they just, they double up on it, like, um, smoke, smoke, or whatever it is. Whatever it is, they say it twice, and that's what it is. So, he, rubber, Mm -hmm. rubber fruit, so he becomes um, the rubber man, basically. And um, downside is they can't swim. So like you get that out of the way and then they just, they're all pirates and they go on this adventure and whatnot. So in this movie though, in particular. So does that that? ever stop them being pirates who can't swim? They're usually pretty good with their powers where they never let that come to like, never let that like happen. Like, so if like Mm -hmm. Luffy, since he's like rubber, like whatever, if he like were to ever just fall off the boat, he could just stretch and grab it before Uh. he like, whatever, you know, like usually they're all pretty competent normally i think mm-hmm. if you're not you never get as far as they do
1: oh, it. Yeah. Okay, okay. <clears throat> they gotcha. probably die
3: pretty early off. and like what's cool is like at this point in the journey when you run into people that are really strong even if the power is kind of weird mm-hmm. they got here because they're really strong and like um maybe smart or like there's different levels too you could not only have powers, you can also like build like um uh, what's called hockey and like you can like solidify your skin, basically. Um, there's different forms of it. One is like you can make your skin like steel, basically. You oh, don't necessarily wow. have to eat a fruit to do that. Or you can like, um, they have different sets of hockey where you can like sense people or whatever it is. So like there's different forms of leveling up, even if you're not like a devil fruit um, user or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> but in this Got movie, um, they meet up with this character, Uta, who's uh, who has, who ate the Sing Sing fruit. So she's basically like this super famous... Um, singer, um, mm-hmm. uh, basically like BTS or something, but it's just like the main singer. So, like, people come out to her concert, and like, no one knows who she really is. But in this movie, you find out, um, she it this movie had a bunch of like song portions of it, like they break hmm. in the song almost like um, an intro to an anime, you know, like how they show uh, like a uh, montage uh. of things, yeah. <laughs> but and it had maybe, it like, in the movie, like in the movie. And what's kind of interesting is like maybe 20 minutes in she started singing like a slower song and I'm like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Cause it's like almost like the end of an episode of an anime, right. the slower song, like the timing of it almost felt like they were markings for beginnings and ending of an anime. Oh, so that's I, I thought cool. that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I wish her, do it, right. Right. I wish our theater, like something was weird with the sound in the beginning. So it, it all sounded like the sound was coming from the front of the theater versus like all around us. So that kind of was taking me out of it, but overall I think it worked well. Um, <clears throat> you find out Luffy knows her there. It's like basically like um, Luffy's the main character, right? He's um, mm-hmm. he leads the shot crew. The and straw like hats. he like, after she's done with her, like performance, he just like stretches his way over there. And he's like, Hey, what's up? And they're like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, he just goes wherever the fuck he wants. And then she's like, Oh, Luffy, <laughs> is that you? Like, he fucking knows her. Like, what the hell? Like, they're all big fans. And like, he didn't tell her, he didn't tell them that, you know, so it turns out like he, they grew up together. Cause. Um, her father is shanks so if you don't know one piece shanks is the dude that he's the pirate that gives luffy his straw hat when he was younger and now he's like a pretty big to do pirate and Mm -hmm. like um luffy's kind of like you know trying to like get up there as well so like while shanks is continually like getting up there in ranks in like the pirate world like luffy's trying to get up there and surpass him he wants to be the pirate king um so you find out that that's the daughter and then Without too many spoilers, there's like there's a um uniqueness to her power and like there's a bit of a twist to like what's what looks like it's going on and what's really going on in the movie.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: um going in, if you're expecting like a ton of action, like this might not be the one for you. Oh, like there is okay. there some action in it for sure. And like towards the end, there's definitely like some really cool stuff. But um I found like we were you don't really get it t- till towards the end of the movie and um I think the story was more interesting than like the action part it was so it wasn't driven by action it was more like oh there's a twist I was like wow well, you're watching and trying to figure it out and I guess right I'm like okay cool like that's what they're doing with this and it, mm-hmm. it was a really interesting movie and um it wasn't necessarily Canon but I think there's certain things in this movie that are definitely Canon um so for instance, You know, like, if I can compare it to Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, you know how they level up, right? Like, there's a Super Saiyan 2, 3, 4, and all that stuff. And um, these characters who have these devil fruits, like, some of them can level up in a sense. And um, Luffy can do that. And he's been, like, kind of, like, naming them by gears. So he has, like, gear 2, gear 3, gear 4. We've seen um gear 4 in the anime if you're reading the manga we've seen gear 5 like fairly recently he's just leveled up to like this like almost like kind of like a god level of this fruit he's like reached like the total unlocking of it kind of thing Mm -hmm. if you've watched the anime you haven't seen this yet if you haven't you know so I feel like there there were definitely people in the movie. I think yeah, I heard them. When there's a point in the movie where he goes gear five, they don't show it to like the screen's kind of black and white and stuff. So they kind of show up for a second, and then then he's like this small on the screen, and you can see what he's gear five. He's like white. So huh. if um I've heard some people going, what the fuck is that like? When, when the hell does he do that? Like, so they didn't even, like, they kind of spoiled that for them, I guess. So uh, if, if you're, sure. like, not caught up, like, you know, don't just read the manga and then, then go watch this movie. But um, mm. it was cool. Like, there was a lot of great action towards the end of the movie. Um, and you got to learn a little bit more about Shanks. And I think this Uta character is someone that they're um, bringing into the manga and, like, the anime now. Like, because nice. I wasn't too familiar with this new Sing Sing character. And, like, um, when I was talking to... S- my brother and like my friend who's like way like knows way more about one piece and whatnot. They were saying like, Oh yeah, they're going to start weaving her in and they don't know like mm. how big of a role she's going to play, but it was a pretty cool, like bigger introduction. So if yeah. you're a fan of one piece, um, definitely check it out. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Overall really good movie.
1: Right on. Nice. It doesn't sound like though, like I don't, I haven't watched all of one piece. Right. And I definitely mm-hmm. haven't read the manga. So yeah. it's like, it's not something I could probably just jump in and watch then, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't think so. It's it's almost like just jumping <clears> in <throat> and then watching like the Majin Buu stuff in Dragon Ball Z and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't really know everyone's relationship yet and stuff and like, because throughout this movie, you already know the characters if you've read or watched the series up till now. So right. all the little jokes and stuff they throw out, like it's way funnier because you know the character. Uh, but if you don't know, then it may not land for you. Or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but there were definitely moments in this movie because I've read it up to now, like had me laughing out loud because I'm like, "Oh, that's so this character to do that." Yeah, yeah. So that's a good point. You may not enjoy it as much as I did. Is there certain um,
1: arcs you can read and stuff so that you could catch up to watch it? Would you be able to know
3: that? Oh, I'd say you'd probably have to. Each arc builds off the last one. I feel like because especially from the beginning he starts with so many people and he slowly through the arcs adds people onto his crew. So mm-hmm. by now he's almost a full crew. Um He might add a couple more people going forward. Um, But if you were to, <clears throat> you might be able to watch some of the movies. If you maybe just watch the movies, you probably be, you probably get a good idea of how the, um, the cast, like, or the cast, the characters, like, work together and whatnot and stuff, because, like, over the movies, too, they they grow with the series, so yeah, if, if you were to just watch the movies, you'd be like, oh, who's this new guy? You probably figured out and how they do, you know, they do a pretty good job of, like, summing up characters in the movie, but to jump to this latest one without watching anything might be kind of tough, but um yeah
1: well cool man damn it makes me wish that i had kept up with one piece or just like stayed in it because yeah if this was a cool movie and you know there's like it's such a cool character it's a cool concept it's something mm-hmm. i wish i just mm-hmm. kept up with because it, yeah it yeah. sounds pretty awesome
0: start from uh, scratching out a thousand would be real tough
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah
3: but it, it is like i i do like that it's like how my hero does like a, its own take on superhero stuff like mm-hmm. this in a way has its own take where you you sometimes see them fight enemies with like the weirdest powers but they make them cool and i right. like that because i'm like oh, i would have never thought to make this guy cool but they like the way they build this world around them and if you're like oh this is fucking cool like i never would have thought like um what was it one guy has like um string like he controls like um Like, he, he like, his big final thing was, like, he built, like, this giant, like, razor wire birdcage around, like, this island they were fighting on so they couldn't leave. Hmm. And, like, you're, like, I would have never thought, like, this guy would be that ultimate, you know, like, so I guess they do a good job of, like, picking a weird power and then being, like, hey, if he was at this level, what could he possibly do with that power?
1: Right. Like, what's the coolest we could possibly make this power ever? And it's, like, that. Like, he can, like, enclose everybody into this, like, string jail, in a sense. yeah Wow. That's cool. I, yeah, I do like that because you know, My Hero Academia is like one of my favorite animes, and it—that's it, it. Like, what attracted to me uh, for attracted me to it, jeez, yeah. was that the powers were unique and that they found a way to make them cool and interesting and useful, yeah.
3: mm-hmm. you know. Right. And
1: then also like the characters have cool personalities and stuff like that. But it's it's yeah, just a unique take on superpowers and stuff. And yeah, it yeah. sounds like yeah, that yeah, is there in One Piece. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right on, man. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for the review. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, if you've been keeping up with it, this sounds like a movie you definitely got to check out. Uh, The next thing on our list is this show that I've really gotten into recently. And I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. I thought, oh, okay, this looks pretty interesting. And I saw some pretty interesting special effects from the trailer, but it's on Amazon Prime and it's called The Peripheral. And Mm. uh it stars Chloe Grace Moret. And Mm. she it's really crazy, and it's it's really hard to talk about this without spoiling it. Episode four is the latest episode that's out, and I think it goes to eight episodes, but uh basically it's in the future, and in this future, Chloe uh sorry, her name is flynn and it's her brother Burton, and then they Mm -hmm. live with their mom kind of on this in a small town, but in the future. She works at a 3D printing shop, like a 3D print, whatever. And the brother is kind of, he's not retired, but I, no, I guess he is. He's like a retired Marine that comes back from war. And he now just basically plays like VR simulated video games for money. And I don't know yeah. if he like competes, but he has to be, or he tests these games out at least and has to beat certain levels and then give his feedback. And one day Flynn comes in, uh, his sister, and she he can't beat this level, and she like easily beats the level. But on top of that, like this headset, it like completely like goes over your eyes, and everything that you can pretty much see, hear, and I think to some degree like feel what's going on in that world. uh, She easily beats this level where they're in World War Two and they're pinned down by these enemies in this this barn, and she figures out a way to let these sheep go. And that like reveals a tractor. Long story short, she's really good at figuring out these puzzles or parts of these games. And mm-hmm. she easily beats this mission. Uh, one day, her brother Burton gets a headset from this like kind of experimental off the grid Colombian company, as he calls it, which the, the, he, she gets in a new headset or he gets in a new headset and he wants her to try it out. And it's unlike anything she's ever tried. She feels everything that that's going on. She takes over her brother's avatar, and uh, they basically give her like these all this interesting mission to invade this party and uh, meet this person. And while she's there, there, you know, she can, like I said, she can feel things, she can smell things. Like it's a full encompassing uh, experience that she feels like she's truly there. And it just kind of kicks off this crazy thing. He ends up, she being her brother's avatar, talks this woman into kind of going home with her. And that was like part of the mission. And on the way home, this is a robot driving them. This is really cool concept of androids. And they have like no faces, but it's like these weird kind of triangle patterns that they can display a face if they want to but just this really cool kind of character design but they're driving home flynn and this woman and in the process like she's told to kind of wipe her out or like knock her out and she does that and the android turns on her and like this battle ensues in the car where the android trying to stab her she barely escapes with her life and it's just like holy shit what was that this was so crazy like what did I just experience? Yeah, it was it was like you're, you know and she thought it was just like this sim or video game. Yeah. But she starts getting contacted by somebody who's like, "Hey, that sim you were a part of, that wasn't a sim. That wasn't a video game. That actually what that actually was really happening." And the difference between where she lives this small town north carolina so it's the, all these people with southern accents and you know and it's like very down south which is cool juxtaposed to this world that she invaded which is modern day or future london so it's just cool like them the interactions there but at the same time yeah this person from london is telling her hey that wasn't an experience like that wasn't just a video game What you did was you took over a body and that really happened. Like you basically like almost kidnapped this girl. And she's like, what the fuck? And uh, basically, as far as the story goes right now, there is a Russian oligarch. This sounds super heady, but just go with it here. And it all makes sense when you watch it. Mm -hmm. That world is the future 50 years from where she is. And she's in the past. But there's small things in the past that she's also dealing with as well that the future is now helping her with. So, like, they want to keep employing her because her mother's dying. And they're like, we have a drug that can cure her. But you have to go and do this mission for us, controlling this body and vice Whoa. versa. So he's cool. super cool. I can't remember the author, but it's written off a book called The Peripheral. And he his, writes like really fantastic science fiction, but it just like feels so real. Like the characters, like this episode one ends in this like such a crazy cliffhanger. And episode two starts right at the end of episode one. And it's just like this all out battle with future tech. It's like modern warfare brought to real life. It was so fucking cool. Um, so it's well acted. It seems well written. They did not skimp on the special effects. All the futuristic stuff in it is so well done. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like crazy because like I think about Lord of the Rings and the $250 million on stuff. And I don't know what the budget is for this, but it looks so good. And it doesn't have orcs and monsters and all that stuff too, which I understand, but and it's not like different worlds in a sense, but future London has a very unique look to it. With That's these hilarious. giant like Greek statue skyscrapers, that you find out what the purpose of it is later. But it's just a really cool concept, and the characters are cool. And the blending of this, the past and the future, and the London characters versus the South um South Carolina characters, and just how like their drama is still valid in their different timelines, although that there's some type of synergy in them working together. So I can't. Crazy enough, again, it's on episode four. I don't want to spoil it for you guys unless you're able to watch it, but uh highly recommend it. It's like a show I would want to walk, talk week to week about because it's, it's so much little detail and things <laughs> yeah. happen that progress the story, like in Andor, that it's so good. So, yeah, uh if you haven't checked it out, at least at least give episode one a watch. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Peripheral super good yeah shoot
3: i definitely got to watch that um it's been on my list i didn't have time to watch it this week but um yeah the way you describe it already i want to like i have i have questions but i also don't want to be spoiled like i want to you know watch and experience that um so i'm excited to check that out the trailer looked insane yeah it's It's so good
1: like watch up to episode four. And then, like, let's come back down the line and let's talk about five and six and all, and then the rest. Because I think I there's only four more episodes left. But, man, I just, like, it's it's like Andor for me right now where I'm like, I know it has to end and it's going to end, but I don't want it to end because yeah. it keeps getting yeah. better and better. Mm-hmm.
3: That's you good know, to it's hear.
1: so good. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know. Like, I, I know Christina kind of felt iffy about their accents, but I think she does a great job and it seems pretty real to me. And the brother, too, and yeah it's just oh man so good so good oh, so com- yeah a couple
3: things um the so the author is william gibson, william gibson
1: perfect yeah. yeah
3: and then um i was looking at the cast and the brother i recognized him from uh, mid Somar. and oh, i absolutely that hated that character he did oh, a great really? job i hated that character though like yeah oh, he was nice. i don't know if you've seen the movie he's just like such a douchebag like um yeah, yeah. that's all my and he list ends up dying in the it. oh never mind Oh okay. so yeah, you didn't watch it. Okay, no, I, was, sorry, just, I hey, won't say I anything it. else. Okay, okay, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a good movie. Christine loves that movie. She, I find her watching. It. She's watched it over a handful of times already. Really? She okay. It. She'll just throw it on. Um, but yeah, he did a good job in that movie. You you end up not liking him in that movie, which always makes me. It always reminds me, like, if if you don't like the actor, then he's doing a good, or if you don't like the character, the actor's doing a good job. So doing a great job. I'm excited yeah. to see him in this show. Um, that's awesome. And just, to hear definitely. that it's like Andor. Oh man. I love yeah,
1: that I mean, different science fiction, completely different stories, right. just different <clears throat> vibe and everything, I mean, but engaging, like at least for me, like I'm yeah. excited for the new episode to Drop, which I think is tonight or tomorrow night, but either way, I'm like, okay, I can't wait for the next episode, just like how I feel about Andor. The
3: Joystick Show.
1: <laughs> if you like what you hear, please like, follow and subscribe. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us on Twitch, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show. Or if you feel like submitting topics or asking questions to be discussed on further episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. Peace out and make it a great rest of your week.